All right, guys, welcome back to another Paris, Texas, a podcast. Um, so, holidays are here. Broadway has been busier than normal. We did the giveaway this last week. I used to have these things recorded like four weeks in advance. Um, today is Sunday, and this podcast is going to be out tomorrow. So, so no mistakes. So, no mistakes. <laughs> um, but hey, here's the bright side. I have I have next week's podcast already recorded. It'll come out. Uh, all the sneak peeks and all the stuff on the on the uh, Facebook group will come out as normal. So uh, look forward to that. But today's guest is Brandon Farr. Y'all might notice the name Farr. His wife has been on this podcast, um, Claudia Farr. So now this is the uh, other hot half. Brazilian. The hot Brazilian. <laughs> can I say that yeah, on the podcast? You can say it, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's up, dude? What's going on? How are you? Where are you from? Um, well, <laughs> I was born in Tennessee. Yay. Nashville? Some, no. No, no, no. Southeast. Oh. Southeast Tennessee. Close to the Smoky Mountains. So you don't play country music? I don't. Okay. I don't. I can listen to about two bluegrass songs and then I'm done. Okay. And then I got to move on to something else. Okay. But I right. uh, spent some time in Kentucky, too. Kentucky Derby. Yep. Kentucky, Virginia. Virginia. Yep. And then Colorado. Wow. So what were the age, like, wh- how old were you when you made it to Colorado? Uh, the first time I was in third grade. Okay. So all of those moves before third grade. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, do you remember any of them? Yeah, I remember all of them. What, which one was your favorite? Hmm. That's a hard question because uh, Tennessee is where my family is. A lot of Well, my dad's Still side of the are? family. Still are. Okay. My uncle has a dairy farm over there. Um, he's got a bunch of cows that he milks. And, uh, and I spent a lot of time there. I went to Colorado and then back to Tennessee. So okay. I spent a lot of growing up, like my preteen years, teenage years, until my junior year in high school. Okay. back in Tennessee and so I really enjoyed the mountains and I enjoyed always having something to do and riding four hours with my mm. cousin and um we just always had something to do so that was fun and then back to Colorado my junior year in high school I went to three different high schools my junior and senior year wow that's a lot of high schools yeah uh so what did you do in school what was your thing in high school yeah um well Younger, I was in 4-H and FFA, so I did the whole make a garden and raise chickens and show sheep. Why don't you do that now? (laughs) Because I don't have any land to put those things on. If you had land, would you do that? I probably would enjoy it. My wife is completely different than me in that regard, however, so... She would enjoy you doing it, or she would enjoy being around it? She doesn't really... She thinks animals are great, but she just doesn't want to have to take care of them. But that would be your job. That would be my job. So, yeah. Y'all should get some land. Yeah, she would be okay with it as long as she didn't have to mess with it. Y'all could have like a pet llama. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. So I did that younger. Um, and I even sold eggs. That was pretty cool. Like Being in, like t- 12 years old and I would sell eggs to, to people. To make money? Like, yeah. Instead of lemonade, you sold eggs? I sold eggs. Yeah, like yeah, a dollar a dozen. An egg stand? So every time I'd go get the eggs, it was like finding gold or something. It was awesome. Wow. That's one way. Yep. And then I, I was wrestle, I was a wrestler. 
Oh, okay, okay. Not in high like, school. Not like WWF. No, 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 uh, Hulk no. Hogan. Like high school. Like high school wrestling. Okay. Wrestling, yeah. Okay. Like Grego. Gotcha. Romano wrestling. Okay, I'm tracking. Which I'm I, just trying to picture you. Which I have, like, I have some pictures, but they they won't they won't see the internet ever unless ooh. Claudia pulls a prank on me. Challenge accepted. <laughs> because I don't know if you know if you're familiar with wrestling. But that uniform for wrestling is what they call a singlet. So I have this thing I do with certain guests. <laughs> they have to be the right guest. But I do have certain Photoshop skills. Oh, really? To where I can <laughs> put my face on a wrestler. <laughs> may or may not put your face on probably a wrestler that's yeah. goofy looking or sure something. And then I'll just basically make everybody believe that it's a real photo. Sure. Why not? Okay. Just make sure he has really big muscles. Mm, that'd be less funny. <laughs> not like the guy from, not like Pedro from Napoleon. More like that. <laughs> no, no, yes. no. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, that was, I, that was a fun, uh, fun time of season of my life. Um, sophomore, sophomore year of high school. That's when I did, did that. I, uh, was on fire for Jesus at that point. Um, had a great experience with him on some youth conferences and then ended up going on some missions trips. And, uh, so it was a good season of growth and development and it was fun. Good stuff. Now, okay, out of high school, we have a very weird connection. Yeah. So when you left high school, where did you go? So uh, I was back in Colorado at that mm-hmm. point uh, when I graduated. I graduated from Canyon City High School, go Tigers. Uh, and uh, I ended up in New Life Church, which is in Colorado Springs, Colorado, mm-hmm. Bible program that they had called 24-7. Which is also a program that I attended. Right. But like five, six years later. A few years later, yeah. So it was crazy because uh, I didn't even know that when Corey asked me to come up and, and help him up here. Uh, after that fact, we found out that, hey, Broadway did this thing in Colorado called 24-7. And so Which we know a lot of the same people. Was only around for about 10 years, right? Yeah. Like yeah, in, they have other intern programs and Bible stuff going on the now. Colorado there, but the Colorado-based one was only around for about 10 years. Your year, how many kids, how many students were there? There was 36 of us, I believe. And there were like 80 my year. And my year is like second or third to last year of them doing it. Yeah. So there's probably only 2,000 kids and all of our students at their time. Well, they're adults now, but there's probably only 2,000 people in the world because there were, yeah. Unique. Yeah, there there were people from all over the world that did this. Yeah. Um, at least in that program, and out of all of those 2,000-ish, it might be three, I don't know, out of all of those people, two of them wind up working at the same church in Paris, Texas. Yeah, in Paris, Texas. That's crazy. That's pretty neat. It's like a, one of those divine you Something. Know, God things. Something. By divine, I mean God thing. Yeah. That's awesome. Anyway, so you did, uh, how long did you, how many years did you do? I was there three years. Uh, ended up getting my bachelor's in ministry through, through their program. Um, and then I ended up in Brazil. <laughs> okay, let's go into that. Hold up. <laughs> Hence the Brazilian wife. Breaks. So I've heard a little bit of the story. Yeah. So you and Claudia did the same program. We did. First year. First um, year. 1999, 2000. Okay. 
That was when I was graduating high school. And so, yeah, I graduated high school, 99, and then I went right into the program okay, okay. in the fall. And then... Um, oh, yeah, we're like, I yeah. almost have the same birthdays, don't we? Yeah, so we're, we're same 81, age. like the 81, best year. Best year ever. Okay, yeah. keep going. Sorry. So, uh, so I, was, I went right out of after high school right into it. And she, was, she had come to the States with some friends, uh, sister church from their church in Brazil and Ohio, mm-hmm. some connections there. And she was learning English. She, she, her plan was to say six months learn English and then they were gonna go back home. But she heard about the Bible program 24 seven while she was in Ohio and applied, got accepted, extended her visa and came to 24 seven. And so that's how we met as friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, cause you couldn't date in the program. We couldn't date in the, yeah, program. not the first year, but we didn't even consider neither one of us at that point in our lives even had a thoughts of that. <laughs> I'm doing a program with my future spouse right i mean i mean you you look around and you see guys or girls i mean if you're a girl if you see the guys that you liked and that well, that sort of thing but that wasn't even a thought what's funny is my year six years later after you're doing your program five years six years something like that uh the leader tof got up and literally said you might be standing next to your spouse right now <laughs> so then for awkward super moment. awkward everybody's looking <laughs> next to the person that's next to him like yeah. yeah but then he says but you can't date anybody in this program yeah while you're in the program yeah no tof was pretty instrumental in in claudia and i getting together actually that's so awesome. i stayed in the program for three years um it was the summer after my second year that the church they do missions trips uh, they take teenagers on mission trips. New or they Life did. Church. New Life Church. Okay. The church that hosted the Bible program um, to different parts of the world in the summer. Mm-hmm. Like one summer they do summer camp, and then the next summer they take the kids on mission trips. And so it was the year to do mission trips, and Tof was leading the trip to Brazil. Well, I knew how much he had on his plate with everything at the church, and so I offered to admin the, the trip to organize it and make contact with everybody and uh, make contact with people in country, get all Hidden everything. Agenda. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. No, I didn't realize it. And so Claudia, I knew, was down there. And so I contacted her and said, hey, we want to come down and bring some high schoolers on a missions trip. Could you help us set it up? Can I get your phone number? <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> or, or I guess you called her, so I have your phone number now. Yeah, I already had her phone number. I got um, you, got you, got you, got you. Um, so you went down there with the group, mission people, Yep, we went down there. It was supposed to be a two-and-a-half-week trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the students down there. We, she picked us up in a bus, uh, and so she had hired a bus for us from the airport to go to our first place in Rio down there or Sao Paulo, wherever it was. And uh, when I got on the bus and I saw her, like, I just a clear moment even to this day. Yeah, it was kind of like, you know, highlights behind her head of light. and Wind anyway. blowing in her hair. Yeah, something like that. No, I just, she just, I just had never seen her in that way before. And, um, I don't know, maybe it was just her being in her native country that sparked something. Yeah. Okay. So you finished the program, you uh, finished the, the, uh, mission trip. Well, during that trip, I told Christopher, as I think I like this girl, Claudia, and he got all excited. It was kind of funny. I can just see his face right now. Yeah. He wanted to play matchmaker. And so he was like giving me pointers like, okay, well, have you told her yet? You know, what your intentions are and everything. And he's like, okay, well, this is what you need to do. And so we get done with a day of ministry and he'd be like, okay, you need to take her to this gas station over here, get ice cream (laughs) and uh, just kind of hang out and ask her a couple things, you know? And so he was kind of like, he was, he was, I think he was, I don't know. He was all excited about it. I could see it. Yeah. So, uh, 
and so he was just kind of giving me some pointers and helping out. And, and finally he's like, you need to tell her how you feel, like really feel and talk to her about it. And, and so, and then, and he's like, so if this is something that you really want to pursue, then you need to stay and meet her parents and get to know her family and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So he brought me to the airport and changed my ticket, paid for it himself. So we changed the ticket, uh, cause she lived in a different city than where we were ministering. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he and the rest of the leaders took the kids home at the end of the trip and, I went to back to Claudia's hometown and stayed for another three weeks to meet her family and well, that was fast. her pastor and all that. Yeah. Oh, it happened really fast. What? Don't mess around. When it when it when it's when it's when it's a God thing or when it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be. So then, after three weeks, you came home. Came home. I had another year of the of the program that I committed to, and so I needed to finish out that commitment. Um, did y'all stay in contact after that? We did. Uh, we were constantly on the phone and on at the time. It was MS Messenger. That was the... I remember those days. Yeah, that was mm. the big communication thing because yep. I, you know, I could only call her about once a week because it was pretty expensive still to call internationally. And but as a college student... <laughs> yeah, not Yeah, actually, we did... Um, fast forward a little bit. We ended, After we got engaged, because that happened quick, um, I went back down for Christmas. That's where I was fixing to go. Yeah, yeah. So let's not jump that part, I guess. Um, so I came back. That was the summer. So I came back, started the program in August. And then that Christmas, my friends got together. And as a Christmas present, they gave me a ticket to go to Brazil. So I went down to Brazil, and that's when I proposed. That was within six months of starting the date I proposed. And so then I had to come back after that and finish out the year. And then I moved down to Brazil in June right after the program. Now you couldn't full fluently speak the language yet, right? No, I couldn't. And um, you like moved there. I moved there. And I, like, a, I took a big army sack, one of those green... Green duffel bag Duffel things. bags yep, of yep. whatever, and that was everything that I had, and I took it and moved to Brazil permanently. Dun, 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 dun. dun, dun, dun. So as I was down there, my, my uh, of course I was going as a missionary... Um, my plan was to start a 24-7 discipleship program in Brazil. I had talked to her pastor about it. He was excited about it and wanted me to, to do it. And um, so I raised some support and got down there, um, talked to the pastor. The pastor's like, well, I think you should um, learn Portuguese before I marry you. And, and so, <laughs> like, okay. Talk about motivation to learn a second language. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so it took me about six months. <laughs> and uh, so I learned Portuguese. And, and uh, so we got married like a year after I'd moved there because I had the... In Brazil. In Brazil. Awesome. My poor family, they I probably go. destroyed their they savings. Have, they didn't have... Oh, so did they all come? All of my immediate family came. My goodness. Yeah. And, you know, when I'm back in hindsight, looking in hindsight, I realize how much money that actually cost them. Where at, the, at that time, I wasn't really thinking about that, but I'm really thankful. To get married there and then have them buy two flights and then y'all fly home. That would have been... And then get married again in front of them. That would have, that would have been really good, but my parents were very kind and gracious and well. came down. Awesome. Because I wasn't coming back to the States. I, was, I, I lived you, in Brazil. You now. were in home, yeah. I had a green card for Brazil. Okay, so how long... So you're married now. Did, did you have a job? I, I did. Um, I started teaching English. Uh, oh, oh. I raised some support to help me on a monthly basis. It wasn't, it wasn't a ton. 
um, to help me get started in the ministry. And that would just kind of go. And, and Christopher was helping through 24-7. They were supporting a little bit, try to get the program going down there. But I was teaching English as a second language. And so I ended up doing that a lot. I mean, there would be days where I'd leave the house at 5 in the morning, catch the bus, get downtown. And this is a city the size of Chicago is kind of give you a comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And get back home about 10 o'clock at night. All right. So, uh, so how long did that happen? How long was that? I was in Brazil for a total of three years, I think, before we and, decided to come back to the States. And the 24-7 program didn't get going. Well, not the way that I, we had were thinking. Yeah. It, it did become a discipleship program, and it was mostly high schoolers that did it. Um, and we basically we had a it wasn't a 24 7 because 24 7 is you do it all the time obviously the name but it was we called it doulos in it which kind of the word for servant and and so we were just teaching teenagers how to how to serve how to serve others how to serve god okay so some of the same principles and concepts that we learned at 24 7 we were then taking and applying them to high school students and we took high school students on missions trips and we did the weekly programming for the high school students and um, awesome. And so we were, we were teaching English like crazy through the week um, to support ourselves. And then on the weekends, we were doing our ministry work. All right. So you did that for three years. And our then... vacations, we were taking them on mission trips. <laughs> it's kind of a vacation. Yeah. Well. Um, so three years now, you, then you decided to move back to the States. Yeah. Went back to the States, back In to Colorado. Colorado. At first, because we weren't real sure what we were going to do. Um, I had a heart for ministry, but um, I was just kind of seeing what, what would happen. And so we got back, uh, lived in with my parents for about... What, what year is this? Oh, man. Um, 2005? Hmm. 2006, maybe? That's when I was in 24-7. So you were probably there, because when we got back, uh, we went to visit Toph. And there was like, a, everybody was in a class and we popped in and he was like, oh, hey guys, come on in. And so he had us talk to everybody for a little bit. I you think, were probably in there. I think I remember this. Because <laughs> I didn't really want to say anything at first because I wasn't expecting it and I wasn't ready, and he's, but he kind of insisted, so. Oh yeah, Toph always insists. Oh yeah, I wasn't gonna be. And so anyway, we just talked about being married and being in ministry and all that. It was, it was pretty fun. Awesome. So there, so you were back in Colorado. Back in Colorado. What did you do then? Um, I started framing houses for a guy part-time. Um, That's crazy that you were in the same room as me, and yeah, you t- and yeah. we had no idea. Okay, no sorry. Idea. Years later. Years later. Uh, hindsight. We're in the same room again. Again. But now we know each other. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, what were you doing? Oh, I framed houses. Framed houses in Colorado. While, in Colorado. Okay. Which I enjoyed doing. Um, enjoyed working with my hands, and... Did you not? I was be, just, were you not tempted to get back involved with twenty four seven and like? No, I wanted to. Leadership? I just, uh, I just had to put food on the table. So oh, yeah, they didn't right. have any, they didn't have any kind of paid positions. Right, and and I was kind of strapped for cash at the time, so I couldn't just like move up to the springs. I didn't have any money, um, mm. and just get an apartment. Um, we were missionaries on the mission field, and we didn't have any reserves or anything. So, it I meant everything that we had saved. It took us to move back. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, and so we, were, we had to start over, basically, after three years. You lived at home with your mom. For, you know, minimal. Six months. We couldn't handle more than that. Oh, I couldn't imagine. Um, they were great, but, you know, when you're married and you have your own life now, it's just different. Just different. So, mm-hmm. um, and they would have let us stay as long as we needed to. Uh, 
we just needed to get out on our own. And so we, we did because I you know, was framing houses. And then I ended up getting a call from a friend of mine who also was in 24-7 and said, hey, there's a church that's looking for a youth pastor. And we knew you were back in town and um, thought maybe you'd be interested. So mm-hmm. I, started, I went and had lunch with the pastor of that church, which is just up the road from, uh, from New Life Church. Yep. And we kind of hit it off. And so I started youth pastoring part-time. And they had a guy in their church that was also a builder, and so I worked for him the other part-time, mm-hmm. framing houses and doing youth Boom. ministry. Boom. Boom. And that was where? That was in Castle Rock, close to Castle Rock. Oh, I love Castle Rock. Uh, Colorado, between Denver and Colorado Springs, right off I-25. That's awesome. So I did that for almost a year, basically, and God kind of moved me from there to Texas. So how, how did you get to Texas? Uh, not Paris, Texas, because we're not there yet. No, no. We, we moved to deep south Texas, Harlingen, which is 20 minutes from the closest border crossing. So we're northern Mexico, you know, um, south of the checkpoint. I mean, that's how far deep south Texas we were. But my brother was working at a church down there, and okay. he got connected through his Bible college that he went to. Justin? Justin, that's okay. right. Um, and so they were looking for a youth pastor as well. Okay. And so they called me and said, hey, you know. And at the time, I didn't feel like God had released me from the church I was working at. And so I declined it. Um, and I actually declined it three times. But, but they kept asking. And, they, and then they said, hey, why don't you just come down and check it out? Okay. Uh, it was actually my sister-in-law, Jenny, uh, who MySpaced me. <laughs> See? <laughs> we got MS- Messenger hey, and MySpace popping up oh, in this podcast. Nice. Man. If they were still around, we would be asking for some money, some sponsorship, y'all. But they not. Uh, so she, she's the one that messages us. I really think you should check this out. And she, uh, she's a, um, I think, I don't know if she would say this, but I think she has a, a gifting for insight on those types of things. That's awesome. And so she, um, she just messaged me and just felt strongly about me and Claudia coming down to check it out. So we did. And she was right. Um, while we were down there, they were having communion. At, they had communion like once a month or something, and so they just happened to be a communion Sunday. And as everybody was kind of going through getting their sacraments, mm-hmm. I really felt strongly that God said, this is where I want you, which in my heart was great, but at the same time I think, go, well, God, why didn't you tell me like this clearly before? And I just, maybe I was just so adamant about finishing out something up there that, yeah. anyway. So I had to let go of a good thing. Um, and leave some good relationships and a good youth ministry that was going on in Colorado to mm. grab onto something that greater that God had for me. New. New. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Not greater as in the church was greater than the other church, but just greater as in greater for what God had for my life. So I ended up in deep South Texas at Christian Fellowship Church with Barry Jackson and Ron Corzine. Boom. Worked yeah. with Corey there for a few years, five years before Corey. Yeah, I might up remember here. Corey. He was on the podcast. I don't know. A couple months ago. Yep. And so. All right. Now so, but I, we haven't got there yet. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. So how this long? Is your podcast. Yeah. This is the slow road. <laughs> so how long were you in um, Harlingen? Sorry. I had to think there for a second. Nine years. Nine years. Nine. I don't think I've been in a place for nine years except for here. Nine great years. Yeah. I mean, I've traveled a lot, but like I, I bounced around a lot too. Yeah, and I never would have thought I would ever be in Texas. When I was in Colorado, like we'd get mad at the Texans that would come up and mess up our ski slopes, snowboard slopes. We used to. <laughs> we'd be like, just Texans 
jerks. They don't know how to snowboard, and they're making all kinds of ruts. Bunch of cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I never thought I would be in Texas, but once I was down there and was with the people and everything, I, I've really, I really love Texas. Okay, so nine years, that's a long time. Um, how, did, how in the world did you wind up in Paris, Texas? Which is awesome, by the way. Paris and the fact that you're in Paris. Well, Both are awesome. Um, um, and that, that's kind of a little bit of the same story, I guess, how Corey got here um, through Ron Corzine. Uh, Paul Derringer, uh, a local pastor um, mm-hmm. in town. Uh, at the time, it was uh, his father had started the... I mean, there's some history there with the, the church over here off mm-hmm. of the... Off the, the, the church uh, that you're working yeah, in. Yeah, current church. Used to be uh, a Baptist, uh, another Baptist plant or something like that, and then it was Grace and if New If I Lawn, remember my history right, it was a branch off First Baptist Church, which is downtown. Okay. And it was kind of a satellite church out on the loop because they, yeah, they, that's got, what they I, had downtown covered. Yeah. So they were, and this is back in their like bigger attendance days which i don't know what their attendance is now but this is just what i this is just my information may be wrong but and so they opened a satellite church okay yeah ago, i think 20, i heard that too um 20 years ago uh, it's been more than that long time ago it's been 30 at least long long time ago but eddie fitzgerald could tell you yep um go hit eddie up but uh yeah and so he was he took over that church after paul derringer took mm-hmm. over that church after and so, so really what we're doing at Christian Fellowship, we're just kind of standing on um, some shoulders of some other people, some great people in the community have loved on people all, all these years. And Paul was one of those, mm-hmm. those people. And so, um, of course, Paul has passed away since. And, um, but I had an opportunity to get, to, to get connected with Paul through some of our pastors networking meetings that we had um, with Ron Corzine. And so Ron Corzine somehow had a relationship with Paul and for a number of years um, had been coming to Paris to uh, kind of mentor Paul or uh, advise Paul with the church and help him. And, um, and so they had built a relationship over the years. Uh, and so it was through Ron Corzine that Corey ended up coming up here to help Paul with the church. And after Paul's passing, um, Corey took, took completely over and um, and then as it grew, uh, they needed somebody else to come help them, and here I am. That is amazing. Hopefully that doesn't sound too boring. Why would that be boring? <laughs> I don't know. It's a What's lot of crazy, details. <laughs> uh, and this is just a weird side note, you and your wife had like literally just finished building a home. Oh, yeah. In Harlingen. Yeah, Our, it was an awesome home. Just in awesome time home. to come to the epic Paris, Texas. <laughs> Speaking of my wife, <laughs> we're going to have to, she's texting me, I need you home. I've got five boys in the house and I got to leave. Well, <laughs> you didn't text her in the middle of her podcast. So. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay. Claudia, when you listen to this, <laughs> not fair. Not fair. Okay. On my way. On my way. Is it, is it lying? No, I'm not on my way. That's not true. So you'll get the podcast fine. later after the text, and you'll realize. So when she listens to this, you have you would have already arrived home. Yes. So it is fair. Okay. All right. <laughs> but we are wrapping this up. We are so wrapping this up. So what I mean by on my way is we're getting there. Okay. Thank you, Claudia, for forcing our podcast to end. Oh, well, the listeners are probably grateful because they've heard enough about me at this yeah. point. Was there any more 
what was you were heading a direction there no i didn't have i didn't have a direction okay i don't know how many people know this but i've had this question asked a lot like do you prepare questions and i do not okay i i, I literally just i find a person that i think would be an interesting podcast person and then i just go into it and we just talk like it's a conversation and it just there happens to be two microphones in front of our faces and then that's 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 the extent of my planning that's great so it works it works for me so anyway we're here now we're in paris texas awesome. awesome we love being here claudia loves it i love it our boys are you know they enjoy you know meeting friends and thank you so much for being on my podcast thanks for having me uh okay guys maybe we'll do it again sometime we'll wrap this up here really quick thank you all so much for listening uh as always we try to do these every monday i normally this is the first time that i have not sent out on the facebook group a reminder that a podcast is coming up i apologize i've been busy with other shenanigans but normally if you go follow the facebook group there is a there's a announcement to who's the next podcast coming up that is not the podcast to find the podcast if you're uh you have to go to an actual podcast app we've had some confusion there um these are on podcast app for both uh, I, uh apple and android phones so it's you can pink, find it. it's the pink app on your iphone purple is it purple it's a purple i'm, I'm a little colorblind yep it's a purple app it's yeah. a purple colored app with little like antenna thing on it yeah podcast. um Actually, I'm pretty sure we've been trying to decide what my last podcast for 2019 is going to be, and I have a pretty cool idea. Part, just a hint, part of that podcast will be a, uh, um, A, I'm going to video it and record it at the same time, so look forward to that. But part of that is going to be talking about how you can find podcasts, how you can find other podcasts, um, uh, how to get into the app. We should do a whole segment on podcasts. So look forward podcasts. to that. I do too. I, I listen to a All ton of the them. Time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we can even talk a little bit about what other podcasts I listen to. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned uh, for some fun stuff. Next week is a really cool guest. So you guys are going to have to stay tuned for that. That's going to be epic. Thank you all guys so much. We out. This week was just the okay, cool guest. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) We laughed, but being that I asked him like yesterday, (laughs) hey, I actually don't have. I'm down. I just, I just love Broadway and everything he's doing. So So, I'm in. Boom. Bye, guys. Oh, and if you want to sponsor this podcast, you could always email email me at Broadway at IamBroadway.me, and we can check out some sponsorship ideas. So. Mm. Uh, Just a little side note. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye.